What's up, guys? Welcome back to Voice Memos. I'm Kara, and I'm flying solo today. Liv's taking some time off. Um, I'm not really going to address that or talk about that. I'm going to let her speak on it and say what she would like when she is back. But I'm sitting in the same room as my sister because I just feel uncomfortable and I don't know how to talk to myself right now. So I'm just going to like kind of talk to her because yeah, she could hear, need to hear these too. Um, <laughs> so this episode is going to be a tough love, pep talk, know your worth, and just like confident girl energy or, or king energy. We can have some guys on here too. You might feel like you're being called out. That's okay. You know, we all have work to do, but it's a new year, new semester, and I want to, you know, motivate you guys to work on your energy and be your best selves. My first thing, and I'm going to tell you to do this right now if you're sitting in bed or on a walk, whatever you're doing, write this in your notes app right now. Write down five things you love about yourself because I think we often forget and overlook everything we have going for us and then we accept shitty treatment. So whenever you need the reminder or, you know, just a confidence boost, read over everything you have to offer. Read over that list and you need to put yourself on a pedestal because how you treat yourself is how others are going to treat you. If you know everything you have to offer and you know everything you have going for you, people are going to see that and they're going to catch on to that energy. You need to be so busy filling your own cup, whether it's your, you know, job, schoolwork, a hobby, whatever you have going for you, you need to be so busy in your life just improving and becoming the next level you and that's when you're going to attract the next level person. But if you continue to accept this, you know, half-assed treatment, no investment in you from these people, then, you know, you're going to get stuck in the same cycles and I think this last year or two, honestly, I've become so certain of myself and what I have to offer and everything I have going on in my life that it is a privilege if I take time to talk to a guy or get or see a guy because I'm so busy. You know, I have five side hustles, five different jobs. You know, I'm doing so much and building myself up in my brand and my life that if I'm going to make time to see you, that is a privilege. And they need to know that, you know, they can't just be reaching out to me and I'm like dropping everything going to go see them that night. I'm busy. I have stuff to do. If someone's going to add to my life, then great, but they're not filling any void because I'm already so fulfilled in my life. And you need someone that's just going to challenge you and add to your life and not, you know, try and fill this empty feeling because that's your inner work and stuff you have to work out on your own. And I think there's a popular misconception a lot of people say that you have to be fully happy before you get into a relationship. That's not the reality. You're never going to be entirely happy. There's always going to be ups and downs. That's just life. But you have to respect yourself enough to be able to walk away from a situation if it isn't serving you. And if you start being treated poorly or they're just not meeting those standards, then that's when you have to walk away from that situation because you know you're going to be fine with or without them. We give so much power to, you know, a guy or girl we think we want into our lives. But if someone is dictating your mood by their behavior towards you, then you need to take a step back because you need to be able to hold yourself steady whether or not, you know, they text you, come see you, whatever it is. You have to be so sure of yourself and confident that if they walk away, okay, cool, somebody else is coming. You don't really care. Like, that's their loss at the end of the day. It's not yours. I think there's so many, you know, cycles we go through nowadays, and myself included, that situationships are like, oh, they texted me, and then you're canceling them, and you're not going to talk to them forever, and then they add you back, and then you block them, and you add them back, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's always, like, one more. You're always saying, oh, just this time, like, then the ball is in my court. But the ball is never in your court if you're still seeing it that way. There's no, if you're still, quote, unquote, trying to win 
unseen battle is going on right here, then they're living red free in your head and they're winning. Let it go. Who cares if they added you back or whatever? Don't add them back. You block them for a reason. That's enough. You have enough going on in your life. You don't care. And if you just keep going through these cycles, you're going to have the same hurt. You know, been through this so many times, but how many times are you going to accept being mistreated and disrespected until you get the hint? Like you go, you, it's so hard to watch because you see your friends going through this and you try to give them advice, but they're never going to listen until they hit, you know, that rock bottom point and, you know, decide that they want to break the cycle. And I've been through it so many times and, you know, I've never listened to my friends and they're trying to talk me through it, but it sucks and it's not fun, but you really do have to get to that lowest point to finally want to make a change in your life. And the last thing I'll kind of say about this guy category, because I want to get into other stuff, is that everyone that comes into your life is designed to teach you something. At some point, you're going to get tired of the inconsistency and lack of communication and everything going on, and you're going to get faster at identifying these toxic patterns. And you might have to go through like three or four more guys until you get to the fifth one and he acts that way the first time and you're like, okay, you're not for me enough, you know, move on. If you start holding yourself to this higher standard and putting yourself on this pedestal, then you're going to know you deserve so much better and guys that are willing to put in the work are going to see that too and show up better in your life. Now, back into this confident energy. When you believe all these things about you and you read over those five things, like I was saying, other people are going to see it. And this is something I've honestly, I've gotten this like three or four times in the past year. And that's when I kind of like reflected like, oh my God, like, wait, maybe I am (laughs) confident. But people have come up to me at the bar, like a family friend, like the mom um, said to me, like, you are glowing right now. Like, you look so good. You seem so happy. You're just like talking to everyone. You're like a social butterfly. And I would have never picked any of those words to describe myself like two or three years ago. That just seems so very unlike me. And that confident energy is just the assurance in myself. I know what I have to offer. I'm I stick to my morals and I do whatever feels right in the moment. And even if that's, you know, going against the grain or I'm the only one in the room that believes that's the right thing, I still stand my ground. I'm not afraid to stand on my own and like speak my mind. And that confident energy is not, you know, being afraid of what people think. Like, okay, if I'm the only person that believes that, fine. But again, you just have to be so confident in yourself and secure and know what you stand for, that it doesn't really matter what anybody else says or does. And something I've been working on a lot with this social butterfly error is getting out of my comfort zone and just talking to new people and engaging with new people and public speaking. I hated speaking in front of people. I honestly hated talking to people. I keep to myself a lot. But with teaching fitness classes and just being in front of a group more and having to talk, I've gotten so much more comfortable in like standing up and addressing a crowd. And if you walk into a room or a bar and you take a second and say hi to everyone and just, it doesn't have to be like this whole, you know, long conversation, life story. Just say like, hey, how are you? Small talk. It's good to see you, whatever. But just address everyone parts of the room. Somebody's going to see that and catch on to that energy. Like she, you know, owns this place. She has all these people like She has this confident energy. She might not even know them, but she's just starting conversation. That's something I feel like I've been doing a lot when I go out. And, you know, sometimes I'm still uncomfortable. And, you know, you have those days when you're just not in the mood to really be that social and that's fine. But 
getting uncomfortable and putting yourself in those positions where you have to engage with new people has helped my confidence so much. You just feel more, I guess, just more assuring, be able to communicate with others. And my sister, while she sits here, just suggested fake it until you make it, which is true, because the more you act and put on this confident energy, the more you're going to start to believe it, the more other people are going to start to believe it. And then it's just going to become a habit. You hold yourself at a higher standard. You have yourself on this pedestal. Other people are going to see you that way. And another thing, we're going to talk about visualization a little bit, especially with the new year and vision boards and that sort of thing. I'm, again, with the confidence, I am so sure of myself and my work ethic and how I go about things that I know I'm going to be successful and well off. I actually was having this phone call the other day. This man called me, you know, about a job, I guess. And he just, it was casual, just trying to get to know me. And he was like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to have my own gym. I'm going to have my own like food product. I have this platform where I'm encouraging girls to be more confident in themselves and like their bodies and, you know, taking care of themselves and putting themselves first. And I just kind of listed off a million different things of what I'm going to achieve. And he said to me at the end of the call, like, like, I noticed you never said I want. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. And he's like, you never said I want to, you said I'm going to. And that is such a prime example of being so secure of yourself. I know I'm going to achieve those things. It's not me being like wishful or like, oh, like she's so ambitious. No, I know I'm going to get it. Everything in my life that I've wanted, I have manifested. When I was 12 years old, I was like, I want to have my own business. And I literally ran a day camp from my backyard with like (laughs) 10 10 young kids I don't actually don't even know how this happened but I said I wanted to have a business and that occurred and I told myself I'm going to have like my own merchandise and I want to have brands send me their activewear that was always like my goal when I was younger I was like brands are going to send me free gifts and here I am this week and I've received like three workout sets for free And brands are saying, like, we love your stuff. Like, we'd love for you to have this, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got that. And I never would have pictured that, you know, in high school or whatever. And people are always waiting, I guess, till they're done with college or till they have more money or blah, blah, blah to start these goals. But you have to start at some point. And it might as well be now. I always told myself, like, oh, I can't have a fitness account yet. Like, I want to. I'd love to, like, post my workouts and, like, teach classes. But you know, I'm just not there yet. Like, I was just, like, expecting, I guess, one day I was going to wake up and, like, like, a 20,000 followers on Instagram and I was going to be, like, this fitness guru. It, it it doesn't happen. You have to start somewhere. You have to make the account first to get there. And stop with the excuses. You know what you have to offer. You know what you have going for you. Just make the move and be confident in yourself that you're going to get it done. So I kind of want to transition over to alcohol because I think this is an area where people give away their power and let it just live rent-free in your head and it doesn't need to. So starting with anxiety, how is it helpful for you to obsess over it? Like if you are sitting and laying in bed the next day, running through the night, going through the pictures, the drunk texts you sent, how is that helpful? What is that, what is that accomplishing for you? Ask yourself if this is going to matter next month or next year and nine out of times, no, it is not. Unless you burned down the bar or something last night, then I stand corrected. But, you know, that drunk text or a drunk video posted, get a grip and get out of bed. You are just pitying yourself and you need to get up and be proactive and make a change. Get out of bed, 
take a cold shower, go on a walk and listen to a podcast or grab a friend and, you know, walk together. Come back, spend 10 minutes cleaning your room. That's it. 10 minutes. You know, you're hungover. You're not gonna be able to do anything more than that. Put on the Taylor Swift All Too Well song and I clean to those 10 minutes and then I'm done. And then make a to-do list of what you need to accomplish the next day and the next week. And then go watch a movie and chill. But that's it. We're not like mulling over it the whole day saying you're never going to drink again. Get over yourself. That I've done this a lot. I am so guilty of that. I'm done drinking. Like I'm going to be sober for the next month. Unless you have a problem with alcohol, um, we're not going to get into that. But you are giving it so much power over you and living rent free in your head. Learn how to like control how much you're drinking and make better decisions. Have a friend check in with you overnight. Be proactive about when you do go out so that you're not just like restricting yourself. There's no reason to restrict yourself. You are an adult and you can control yourself. I mean, besides the fact that it is not hot girl energy to be unhinged and (laughs) being crazy every night, that's not it. Hold yourself well. And something I've gotten so much better at is checking in with myself throughout the night. I always have a water in my hand. Also, I if I'm uncomfortable or in a situation that I think could end poorly for me and I'm self-aware and I know I will be problematic if I have alcohol in me, I will lessen up on the drinking. If I'm going to a date night or somewhere far away where it's just unsafe for me to be absolutely chaotic, I honestly don't drink that much. I've been sober at almost every date night I've been to because I'm just like nervous and out of my comfort zone and I know that I can't be falling all over the place drunk. And with that being said, I know anxiety sucks. It is not fun, but give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you're going to stir the pot. It happens. But it's really not going to matter in the long run. And on a deeper level, not really alcohol related, but just in life, if you've messed up or made a shitty decision, this is what my therapist told me. And this helped a lot, but it's something I'm still working on. I don't like my younger self. I don't like how I, you know, showed up as a person then. I was petty. I've done stupid shit. And the only thing you can do now, and she said to me, is the second you've forgiven yourself, you've escaped. Because I would, I drive myself crazy running through old scenarios and how I acted and how I came across. And I'm not proud of it at all. I'm nothing like the person as I was then I'm light years away and I feel sorry for that person and how insecure she was. But the only thing you can do now is be a better person than you were yesterday. And it sounds deep and whatever, but you just need to keep building yourself up and doing things that add to your life and surrounding yourself with people that challenge you and make you a better person. And you have to leave the past in the past. Carry on. You're going to do so much good in your life. You have so much going for you. A shitty breakup or decision or whatever it was, it is not going to determine the rest of your life. But you need to let it go and carry on because you will never be totally you and authentically yourself if you're still being bogged down by those things. It's okay to just accept it and walk away and move on. That's just life. You know, your friends are still going to love you. They're going to help pick you back up. And you're going to figure yourself yourself out and how you want to show up as a person in the future. On a lighter note, because I'm getting ready to wrap this up, I am currently texting Mr. Icy Hot, which was unplanned, unforeseen, especially after the 30-minute podcast I just dropped. But, <laughs> you know, I am still in control and in a good place because I know I'm fine however he does or doesn't show up in my life. 
And that is gold. That is something everyone needs to remember. Write this down or not. You will be okay no matter how he does or doesn't show up in your life or she, whoever it is. You put yourself on that pedestal. You know what you have to offer. You know that your life is brimming with so many awesome things right now that you don't need somebody to fill a void. And anybody that does come into your life, they are adding to it and challenging you and just adding to the happiness you already have. But if they don't show up right or they're mistreating you, you respect yourself enough to be able to walk away. Break the cycle. Stop. This is very hypocritical of me, but stop re-going through those toxic cycles of adding, unblocking, you're talking again, you're not. Be in control. It's only toxic if they are dictating your mood. He hasn't so far because I know where I stand and I know I'm fine. And, you know, if this goes south and he does something poorly, I'm going to be fine because I'm going to carry on and I'm going to find somebody better. That is the confidence you need. That is the assurance of yourself and security in yourself that you need. I think that is all I have to say. I'm sorry if this was just all over the place. I don't really know how to talk to myself, (laughs) but I tried my best. Hopefully Liv will be back soon. Love her and miss her. That is all for today. Thank you guys, and I will talk to you next episode.